Welcome to DITD, Down in the Den. I am your host, Mars. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about breaking down and really dissecting those awesome teaser trailers from the Super Bowl that Marvel released for the Disney Plus series, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. Of course, they released a trailer for Black Widow. Uh, It was kind of a rehash of the first trailer that we saw. But before we get into that, I'd just like to give a big shout out to the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs for putting on a hell of a game. That was one of the best Super Bowls I've seen in years. So shout out to both teams and shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs of Missouri for your victory. Great game. Uh, So the first trailer that we saw early on was for Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. This trailer, as I mentioned, featured mostly uh, older footage that we've already seen, but it still looks like it's going to be a very awesome movie. Um, I've heard a lot of different opinions on if this movie is really going to be worth it. I don't believe Marvel does anything that's just going to be a one-shot movie that doesn't have an impact on the future. They planned this out far in advance, and I think we're going to see a lot of uh, secrets about that corner of the Marvel Universe revealed. Rumors persist that we will see Florence Pugh take on the role of the Black Widow, and I'm totally for that. She's a phenomenal actress. If you haven't seen her, and um, she played the WWE wrestler Paige in Fighting With My Family, she was also featured in Midsummer, and she's had some other additional movies, but I think this is going to be a breakout for it. I think she's going to be awesome as the new Black Widow. Um, I do feel personally that it's going to lead to the beginning of the Thunderbolts. Leaked set footage has already shown William Hurt reprising his role as General Ross, And if you don't know, General Ross eventually became Red Hulk in the comic book. I would love to see that happen. And there's a ton of villains still out there in the MCU that we haven't seen in some time that would be perfect for the MCU's version of the Thunderbolts. We still have Tim Roth out there as Abomination. The last mention was in one of the Marvel shorts where he was originally being recruited for the Avengers, and we saw Coulson kind of uh, in that, and that's where you got the uh, cameo in The Incredible Hulk at the end, where you see Tony Stark comes up and talks about the Avengers initiative with General Ross, and, and that was a direct correlation from the Marvel short, where we had Coulson end up preventing the abomination from being brought into the Avengers, but he's still out there. Tim Roth is perfectly willing to reprise his role. We have him out there. We also know Justin Hammer is still out there, and they have a phenomenal actor in Sam Rockwell that we would love to see uh, back in the MCU. The last time we saw Sam Rockwell, he was featured in another Disney short where we saw it revealed that uh, the real Mandarin is out there in the Ten Rings are still out there, and he was in that prison cell. He was in Seagate Prison. So we could see uh, his time possibly served, especially with the five-year jump 
that he had that we've had after Endgame. I could see him being brought in to perhaps bring some hardware for uh, this Thunderbolt team with no Tony Stark. That would make uh, Hammer Industries the number one developer of weapons for uh, the MCU. So I could see them possibly bringing back uh, him into the fold. Uh, Ghosts from Ant-Man. She's still out there, although she was more of a tragic villain. And we know that they were working on to getting a cure. Um, I don't know if she's going to be featured in Ant-Man 3, but I could certainly, maybe against her will, um, for some of the things she's done, being brought into the fold as a Thunderbolt. Um, we also, I also believe that at the end of the film, we'll see perhaps Florence Pugh's Black Widow, Yelena Boladova, I believe, turning on uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow and maybe her being arrested and brought into the fold of the Thunderbolts. And if you want to think of the Thunderbolts, they're pretty much the MCU's version of the Suicide Squad, where you take villains and you put them on this force to become a mission. So there's uh, go on missions that... Uh, the normal heroes wouldn't do. So I think the Thunderbolts would be awesome for either a Disney Plus series or even a future film in the future. There's so much they can do with there. And of course, if you have William Hurt leading them as the Vicious Red Hulk, well, I mean, that's a blockbuster waiting to happen. So MCU, if you're listening, if you don't already have that plan, let's make that happen. Let's get a Thunderbolts movie going. And I really really feel that if people sleep on the Black Widow film, they're going to miss a lot of information that's going to really fold into the future of the MCU, just like how Captain America Winter Soldier really shifted and changed the tectonic plates of the MCU. I have a feeling, a sneaking suspicion that Black Widow is going to do the same thing. Also, there's rumors that Christian Bell has been approached uh, for Thor, Love and Thunder, rumors are speaking of him uh, being uh, the new Norman Osborn, which would be awesome. Uh, I don't know if and why Norman Osborn would be in a Thor movie. So I think he's going to play maybe more of a character. I heard Beta Ray Bill was a consideration, if, especially if they're going to do more of a voiceover uh, type role with uh, similar to the Hulk or Thanos. Um I don't know. Uh, I know for a fact that Christian Bell has said that he's done transforming his body for movies, so I can't see him being in some type of heroic role. And I really can't see him being in a role that's going to be featured in three, four, five, six movies. I, I don't. I think he's over that. But I would love and clearly welcome Christian Bell. And if he's going to be Norman Osborn. Uh, people that think he can't be Norman Osborn, they should really check out American Psycho. And Bruce Wayne is essentially Norman Osborn, except a little bit more crazy and on the vicious side. So it's no doubt in my mind that he can do Norman Osborn. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I was super, super stoked for the Black Widow trailer. Not a lot of new footage in there. We did see... Uh, some more of the Taskmaster who's growing on me. Originally, I didn't really like his costume because he didn't have the cloak, but uh, he looks badass, and I'm really looking forward to that. Now, what I wasn't expecting was so many glimpses into glimpses glimpse into the future Disney Plus series. 
Um, they did about a 30 second teaser trailer uh, where you saw your first glimpse of WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and the first footage from Loki. And from what I saw, I was absolutely blown away. The first thing that I noticed was the look of all three series. Kevin Feige had promised that these shows would have the same budget as the bitch screen movies. And unlike Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or The Runaways or some of those other Marvel-adjacent shows where the budget clearly didn't have the same level as you saw with the MCU, even with the Netflix series, while I think it looked a little bit better because it was supposed to be grimier uh, than something like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agent Carter or The Runaways or any of those shows, but it still didn't have the same lens as the MCU. These movies, or excuse me, these series really look just like the MCU movie, and I'm really, really stoked to get six hours. If you think about that, six hours is pretty much three movies. Uh, So in that series, you're going to pretty much get a trilogy of WandaVision. You're going to get a trilogy of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You're going to get a trilogy of Loki if you look at each two episodes being a full-length movie. So I am more than excited. And a lot of people complain because Kevin Feige said you're going to need to watch the Disney Plus series to get a full scope of the MCU moving forward. Who doesn't want more content? If you're a Marvel head or superhero head like myself, give it to me. Give me all the footage you have. Give me all the content you have. Take my money. Six bucks a month. Take it. I'm getting all these great series with the actors that I've grown to love in these roles. Yeah, sign me up. I'm down for it. And I have all faith that these shows are going to be phenomenal in the same quality of the MCU. Now, the first thing I noticed with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, did you see the way that Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon, handled that shield? Cap would be proud. And you see him practicing with the shield. You see a little bit of footage of uh, Bucky, the Winter Soldier, in there. You see the return of Zemo. Zemo, And that's really all we got from the footage. Uh, You also see... Uh, a small glimpse as U.S. agent uh, going to some type of football game. And from what I understand, the plot is, as we know, at the end of Endgame, Sam Rogers, Captain America, hand the shield and the legacy of Captain America down to one of his best friends, Sam Wilson. And from what I can pick up from just the rumors, the set footage, it looks like the United States government doesn't want Sam Wilson. Now, some people say it's a race thing. I don't think they're going to go that route. I think it's going to be more of a Sam Wilson, you didn't sign the Accords. You didn't sign the Sokovia Accords. You were a fugitive. You were a fugitive even at the beginning of Infinity War. And he was one of the characters that were snapped away at the end of Affinity War, and we didn't see really at Endgame when everyone came back what happened to the status. Just because you've been snapped away for five years, it doesn't mean that your status as a runaway fugitive 
has ended. Um, we know that Hawkeye took the house arrest. He took the deal. We know that Ant-Man took the house arrest and took the, took the deal. Sam Wilson did not take that deal. He was still a fugitive at the end of Affinity War. And when he came back at the end of Endgame, I would imagine that he's still a fugitive. Now, we all know that Spider-Man Far From Home, which ended Phase 3, was an epilogue. But they really didn't touch into the status of the characters that were snapped. Even though we saw Black Widow and Chris... I'm sorry, uh, Captain America, Chris Evans, Captain America. They got a hero's um, tribute in Spider-Man Far From Home. They didn't touch on their status and probably because their characters were believed to be dead. So it wouldn't matter their status. So I don't think it's going to be a race thing where the government doesn't want a black Captain America. I don't think they're going to go that route. I think it's more of you are a fugitive. You don't get the shield. We're going to handpick our guy who's going to turn up to be more troubled than it's worth. So I'm very, very interested on where they're going with Falcon and Winter Soldier. And to be honest, we know that Emily Van Camp will return as Sharon Carter, a.k.a. Agent 13. So I'm really curious and happy to see this corner of the MCU. It's my favorite part. Winter Soldier is one of my top three MCU movies along with Affinity War and uh, the first Iron Man. So I am all aboard for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And hopefully at the end of the series, we'll see Falcon get and earn his title as the new Captain America. Uh, Then we got a glimpse of WandaVision, which appears to be completely in a universe created by Wanda. Um, We see that they took their own spin on several famous sitcoms. It looks like a little bit of Brady Bunch, a little bit of Dick Van Dyke, a little bit of Roseanne. But I've really... Now, some things that I noticed, if you really look at some of the footage, there were a few hints uh, that this is going to be, I feel, a part, a portion of House of M, perhaps. It's going to have... uh, some of the storylines, if you notice, they had some, uh, the two pacifiers. We saw footage where it appeared, um, that Wanda was pregnant. And we know in the comics, she had twins, Wiccan and Speed. And I have a feeling the Young Avengers are coming there. But in the comic books, you find out that the twins she had with Vision were actually figments of the soul of the demon Mephisto. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see Mephisto play a role in this uh, story. And I think she's going to completely snap when she finds out that Vision isn't really back, when she finds out that her twins are just figments of her imagination. I think she's going to snap. And Kevin Feige has retconned his previous account that Captain Marvel was the most powerful in the MCU, and he's given that to uh, Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch. She's also said you're going to see how she became the Scarlet Witch. So I expect the full heel turn. It's also been rumored that we might see the return of Aaron Tyler Johnson as uh, Quicksilver, and if she's going to be created in her own universe, 
why wouldn't she want uh, her brother to return to uncle these kids? So I'm I'm really excited. We also know that this leads and directly into Doctor Strange and the uh, madness of the multiverse. So I think this is going to be one of the most important shows of all the Disney Plus shows and one of the most important pieces of entertainment for the MCU. It's really going to change the way the MCU is shaped. So I'm very, very excited for this. We'll see where it goes. We have very little footage, but Paul Bettany, the gentleman who plays Vision, has said the show is bonkers. It's avant-garde, as he said, and I really believe it's going to be something that we haven't really seen before. And I think it's going to be very funny, but I think by the end, it's going to be one of the saddest entries into the MCU when Wanda breaks down and uses her reality powers to just really change and muck up the universe. And I have a feeling that Doctor Strange is going to have to come in and fix this. And I'm excited. They can go so many places with this. And I really don't want to know where they go. I want to wait just like everyone else and see it. But part of me also wants to know what's going on. And I'm really excited to see Wiccan and Speed introduced into the MCU. And then finally, we got a sneak peek at Loki, which I definitely wasn't expecting. It looks like Loki will be released sometime in 2021. I didn't know that they had already started footage. But uh, Loki is also supposed to lead directly into... Uh, Doctor Strange. And the one thing that I noticed, it was only a quick shot of Loki and it looks like he was in a prison jumpsuit. But if you look at the prison jumpsuit, it had the letters TVA. And if you're a comic book junkie like myself, you know that TVA stands for the Time Variance Authority. They're a group that monitors alternate timelines and, and eras of the timeline and they're in charge fits in that. We also know that Owen Wilson has been cast in a mystery role. So there's a lot of places we can go for this. We know that the show is supposed to be some of, somewhat of a fugitive show as Loki jumps from timeline to timeline, altering history on Earth. And I feel that by the end of Loki, it's been rumored that we won't see Tom Hiddleston for a while in this role by the end of Loki. I could see his punishment being stuck in female Loki or kid Loki, which has been done in the comic books before, which would give Tom Hiddleston time to retire from the role. And eventually I believe he, he will come back, but uh, there's so many ways it can go with that. And I'm really, really excited of the three. I'm probably most excited for Loki just because I love the character. I love what Tom Hiddleston has done in the role and I would love to see him jumping from time frame to time frame uh, or timeline to timeline, just mucking up the universe, causing chaos as only the God of Mischief can. So I'm really, really uber excited for that uh, show as well. So let me know what you're most excited for, uh, which Disney Plus show that we saw sneak peeks during the Super Bowl you're most excited for. Uh, drop a like, share the podcast. We've been getting phenomenal feedback. Tell me what subjects you want to hear us talk about here at DITD. Always hashtag DITD and share it with your friends. We want to grow this audience, this family. And um, as always, deuces.